welcome or welcome back to the All Heal podcast. My name is Sydney and this is a podcast centered on reframing the way you think about perceived life challenges and providing insight based on my own knowledge and personal experiences to help you heal any parts of yourself that are maybe keeping you from living life to the fullest. So in this episode, we're going to talk about social media. This is a topic that is very near and dear to me. Lord knows I have spent way, way, way too much time on socials, way more than I'd like to admit. And the need to be on social media was honestly one of the things that I was most nervous about with starting this podcast. Like, I knew that I'd have to be on socials a good amount to promote and try to advertise and stuff and before starting this I had become really good at going long periods of time without the apps entirely like I'd delete them for like several months and I'd be good and I feel like the universe was like all right you've mastered that like you can go entirely without it but let's level up and see if you can have the temptation of the apps and still be healthy about it and it's been hard like I'm I'm definitely not as consistent as I'd like to be and I definitely still get caught up at times but you know growth is not linear gonna fall back sometimes so I feel like it's still growth nonetheless and I do feel like I have a really good understanding of what factors can lead to an unhealthy relationship with social media and I know of a lot of tools that can be used to avoid that, so I want to share. And I want to start by saying that I don't think that the nature of social media itself is inherently bad. I think that in part the apps are definitely very keenly wired to draw and hold people's attention, and the creators, you know, they knew what they were doing, they knew what features would lead to increased usage but i also think that a large part of the reason that so many people struggle with social media is because of the relationship we ourselves have created with it so it's in part you know the wiring of the apps themselves but perhaps even more than that is how we attach ourselves to those apps and maybe that's not the most accurate thing but Being able to recognize the role that I play in my experience kind of helps me feel a little bit more in control, you know, like knowing that there are things that I can do to experience social media differently. It's not just that the apps are bad and so we're doomed. And I also think that there are obviously ways that we can benefit from social media. I think it just requires a lot of intentionality. So I want to go through what I feel like are the most permeating issues or like the key reasons that many people struggle to have a healthy relationship with social media and then kind of break each one of those down and suggest steps that can be taken to have a healthier and more positive experience with these apps and I'm going to criticize it criticize social media in a way that in part places responsibility at the nature of the apps themselves but also assumes a level of personal responsibility like I alluded to earlier. So the first and probably most common contributing factor is that 
Social media offers an opportunity for comparison, particularly with Instagram. And, you know, we post a very refined, perfected, and ultimately unrealistic version of our lives. And I don't think that that's really a bad thing, like to only want to show the positive things. I don't think that we necessarily owe it to anyone else to share every intimate detail, the bad included. But I think that because of that, it's important to remind yourself that it's not real. You know, like we're seeing the version of reality that this person would like us to see, but that doesn't mean that it's the most accurate version of reality. And choosing to not get overly wrapped up in what you're seeing, taking taking whatever you see with a grain of salt and understanding that it's not the whole story. I had posted a dump a while ago and I'm pretty sure I still have it on my feed. And the caption is like, all is good. And let me tell y'all, all was definitely not good. Like the dump was real cute and the caption was nice, but I literally texted my friends when I posted it and I was like, all right, I know all is not good, but just go along. Like everything, all was actually very wrong. Everything was going wrong. Like my birthday plans had gotten messed up and the friend I was supposed to do my birthday plans with got really sick and I had just gotten braids for the first time and I didn't figure out until after the fact that I was allergic to synthetic hair and my whole scalp was swelling and I ended up losing like clumps and clumps of hair and like I can't even remember everything that was going on but I know that it was not good and yeah it it was not cute but you know the pictures themselves the moments that I posted those were happy moments but it was I was a mess at that time but I wanted to post and so I did but obviously that was not a complete depiction of my life or like a more general example too like sometimes I'll take hundreds of pictures and the four I end up posting are real cute but that's four of maybe 400 that I took and like I said I don't think it's really malicious to do that but I think that because of that because that's what we do what a lot of people I feel like do I think it's really important to take a step back and acknowledge that what you're seeing is just not entirely real and try to shift your headspace to reminding yourself of the goodness and beauty of your own life not getting caught up in comparing with the goodness and beauty that you see other people experiencing because it is only a part of the story and i know that that's easier said than done but one tangible thing that helps me actually practice that is doing affirmations like if i'm getting caught up in comparing as it relates to beauty or physical appearance telling myself things like i act as my own standard of beauty or other people being beautiful does doesn't make me less beautiful or if i'm comparing in terms of opportunities or life experiences i'll say things like what is meant for me has always been and always will be for me um the experiences that are right for other people are not necessarily right for me 
and kind of just choosing you know to be happy and like clapping for other people while it's their turn and just like trusting that it will be yours in due time so shifting your headspace in that way and saying affirmations like that talking to yourself nicely giving yourself grace really makes a world of difference like i feel like i'm a fairly secure person but comparison can get the best of all of us at times so repeating and reinforcing those reminders is really helpful and something else i did too was follow influencers and celebrities who look like me who like um maybe have like my same body type or skin color or other similarities and seeing those women be beautiful kind of reinforces for me like yes i look like them i'm beautiful too and on the flip side maybe muting people if you feel like you're susceptible to comparison and not muting out of spite but maybe just like as a boundary for yourself if you don't feel like you're at a place that you can view certain content and not get caught up okay so moving on to the next thing that i feel like can be toxic about social media is that it offers an opportunity to constantly be thinking about how you're perceived by others and value the opinions of people that you normally wouldn't Like, it's so crazy. Whenever I go on a cleanse or just spend significantly less time on the apps, I forget that certain people exist. And not like in a rude, condescending way, but it's just like I'm so much more focused on the people that are right in front of me. And I'm able to feel much more deeply connected with those people, which is interesting because the supposed goal of social media was to foster a sense of connectedness but i think that social media encourages interaction on too large of a scale for it to create any feelings of genuine connectedness i think that it can be overstimulating in the sense that you're able to interact with so many people but then also understimulating because your interactions with those people may be fairly shallow so not having social media or limiting your presence on there offers the opportunity to kind of hone in on the people right in front of you and connect with them in a way that is maybe more present and beyond merely being reminded of people's existence i feel like you can also start to maybe value their opinions in ways that you typically wouldn't and like features that allow you to see who views your story or just you know see who interacts with your content more generally can lead to an infatuation with the way you're seen and understood by others like i know for me i used to watch my stories and then look at the views and then watch it over and over and imagine how certain people would have watched it or like what they're thinking which is so foolish like so foolish and engaging in that kind of behavior as you can imagine subconsciously conditioned me to really care about how people saw me yeah how people saw me more than what i think is healthy and i started to feel like i was performing almost like on instagram especially and not performing in the sense that i felt the need to put on a show but performing in that 
posting sometimes became something that was less so about me wanting to put something out and more so about how the quote-unquote audience was reacting like my experience on social media became increasingly centered on how other people were experiencing me and I didn't like that so some of the things that I do now is one I no longer look at my story views on Instagram which requires a lot of self-control it can be very very tempting but I also know that it's not good for me so I'm trying to do that more consistently and then I also, whenever I post on any social media platform, I'll commit to not going on that app for 24 hours. So I'll post and then within 24 hours, I'll come back and be sure to respond to anyone who may have responded and then I'll dip again. And doing these two things have helped me think less about other people's perceptions of me and stay more present with the people that are right in front of me. And yeah just it's more about me wanting to put something out not other people's perceptions of me the next thing that i feel like is really huge the next factor is that social media offers people an outlet to escape negative feelings and it can serve as a very entertaining feel good kind of distraction which on a small scale i think is maybe okay but Becoming dependent on it as a means of escape can be really, really harmful. And I think about people who become addicted or dependent on drugs. You know, many people do so because the drug either offers a sense of euphoria or a sense of numbness that hinders them from really feeling the negative emotions that lie beneath. And social media can offer perhaps a lesser form of that sensation but an escape nevertheless and many of these apps present content that is filtered to include things that are all positive or funny or entertaining in some way and it allows you the opportunity to neglect your actual reality and i think becoming dependent on social media as a means of escape is dangerous because you then fail to address the feelings that made you compelled to escape in the first place and this is definitely the issue that resonates most with me hence why i had to take such drastic measures and you know have all these tools is because i tend to be drawn to social media a lot when i'm anxious and procrastinating and even now i I still just have a hard time starting things And once I start, I'm great. And I realize like whatever task it is, is just not nearly as intimidating or hard as I thought. And I have a great time, but it can be so incredibly hard for me to get started. And social media is a very convenient outlet to avoid getting started. So I'll end up spending a lot of time on there, but not even enjoying my time on there because I'm still anxious about whatever task it is that I need to start and that I'm avoiding. And similar to drugs, I know that's a very extreme comparison, but similar to honestly a lot of other addictions, social media can act as a very misleading and band-aid kind of cure to negative feelings because the feelings are still there underlying. They're not 
tended to just because they're neglected. If anything, they're intensified because they're neglected. And I know I, I definitely feel that, like in the scenario that I described before, like the more and more time I spend on the apps, I kind of get progressively more anxious because the task is still there and I'm wasting time not starting. So social media can definitely act as a very effective escape but when you use it as an escape it doesn't absolve you of your emotions and can work to intensify them for sure so what's helped me most in like avoiding this escapism is taking a minute to ask myself like what are my intentions before going on any sort of social media app being like okay what what are we trying to do here and there's this app called One Sec that one of my friends showed me a while ago, but I was in denial that I needed it for quite some time. So I got it more recently, but it's been really, really helpful. And basically, whenever you try to open some social media platform, you have to like set it up. But whenever you try to open a social media platform, it'll like it'll stop you and ask you to take a deep breath. And then it'll ask what your intentions are for going on the app. And it has like different emojis of like sad or angry or anxious. And that has been helpful. I think that being able to pause and acknowledge why it is you may feel compelled to escape can help you kind of, you know, go a different route. And the app also offers the option for you to journal like right there in the app or you can set it up so that whenever you try to open some like social media platform it'll automatically switch you to another app of your choosing it has a whole lot of other features i haven't fully explored it yet but definitely recommend i'll be sure to write it in the show notes too all right moving on to the next thing um Social media offers the opportunity to become overly invested into the lives of others and can take away time from investing in your own. Like, I feel like this probably resonates with a lot of people who maybe scroll for a really long time on TikTok and get hooked. And, like, I know how easy it is to end up spending, you know, hours on there. I'm not going to act like um, I don't do that. I definitely get caught up. And I don't think that it's a bad thing all the time. Like, if you've done what you wanted to do for the day, if your intentions are in the right place and you're just chilling, like, I think that's okay. But I think it becomes a problem when you choose to scroll for hours over doing things in the real world that you want to do or that are good for you. Like... When you're scrolling, even though it's not probably your conscious intention, you're ultimately making a choice to observe and draw judgment on other people's lives or content, and it can leave little time for yourself. I didn't realize like how much time I had really been wasting being on social media until I deleted it. Like my days just felt so so much longer and I just feel like I'm able to do so much more for myself that I normally wouldn't make the time for. So I've started setting timers before I go on social media and I set specific intentions for what it is I intend to do on the apps. Sometimes it'll be to take a break or like respond to something 
or find inspo for something and I'll set a timer that'll allow me enough time to do whatever it is I set out to do and then after the timer goes off I'll be done and that's been helpful because I don't spend unwanted time on there and like if I do want more time and like I feel like I'm I'm in a fine headspace you know I obviously have the flexibility to do that but it can be helpful if you feel the temptation of like you're gonna spend unwanted time on there Um, and I also don't start my days anymore with being on social media and I try not to be on my phone at all for like the first three hours of my day and during those hours i'll do some i'll commit to doing something that reflects an investment in myself like i'll read or i'll go on a run or go to the gym or take my time making breakfast or sleep in if i want to but something that is for me and that's been really nice all right the last thing i want to talk about is the fact that spending excessive time on social media can be very overstimulating and create a very chaotic headspace and i know i mentioned this earlier but i want to go into a little bit more detail um yeah i feel like whenever i come off of social media after having been on there for a long time i feel like the need to come down like my brain just feels like it's up in the clouds and just much more scattered than it would be otherwise like being on social media we're exposed to so many thoughts and ideas and inspo at such a rapid pace which i feel like can be great but it also has the potential to be very overwhelming and i definitely find it much more difficult to be present after spending a lot of time on social media because my brain is just going rapid fire like thinking of this and that idea or like thinking about something that I had seen or you know like I just I find it harder to focus and to think critically too like my brain sometimes just feels so far gone and I didn't realize how like in the moment it didn't feel like that but after like changing the way that I interact with social media being on it so much less now I realize like such a drastic change and like I feel like I'm able to access these like deep insightful and like creative thoughts much more easily than when I was on there all the time and so setting timers has also really helped with this because it it puts a cap on the stimulation I experience and I also meditate sometimes after being on social media for a long time and try to like ground myself and come back to the present which is helpful but it's definitely much easier to not spend excessive time in the first place than it is to try to come out of that chaotic bubble But I know that that's easier said than done. I know that all of this is much easier said than done. I feel like social media has obviously become a very integral part of our lives. So it's hard to break habits that we've become so accustomed to. But I definitely think it's worth it. You know, like there's a lot of positive on there. There's a lot of goodness that can come from being on there. It just requires 
intention and you know an active effort to be healthy about you know your attachment to it all right that is all i have to say for today thank you guys as always for listening we made it to the 10th episode very exciting thank you for the continued support and yeah please rate and or review if you like this content and i will see you in two sundays